the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Habakkuk 3 from verse 17 to 19 says, Though the victory, even though the victory may not blossom, the victory, the victory is your investment, you know, your garden, your farm. Even though the victory may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet, yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. Oh, if the Lord will give us an understanding of what this means. Even though I don't have any money in my bank account, even though I don't have any job, even though I don't have anything to eat, even though the refrigerator is empty, nothing, that's what he's saying there. Though the labor of the olive may fail and the fields yield no food. There is no food. The flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Even though things are not looking good, even though things are not looking pretty, I will rejoice in the Lord. Remember the scripture that says rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. Even though there are no reasons to rejoice. No physical reasons to rejoice. Nothing you can see that will cause you to rejoice. It's a rejoice in the Lord. Let your joy be in the Lord. So here he says, Habakkuk 3, 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. It will make my feet like the deer's feet. It will make me sure-footed. It will make me to walk on my high heels. How do you walk on high heels if you don't have strength? Amen. And how do you have strength if you don't have joy? If you don't have joy, you don't have strength. If you have joy, you have strength. If you have strength, you can do things. You can get things accomplished. Amen. So, let's not trust in things. Let's not trust... In what we can see, let's trust in the Lord. Let's trust in the word of God. 
Because when we do that, especially in a difficult time, we are expressing our trust in him. When we praise him in a difficult time, we are expressing our trust in him. And we will learn to trust God. Amen. So, again, one of the ways we express our trust in God and learn to trust him is through praise. When we praise God. When we praise God. Another way we can express our trust in the Lord and learn to trust him is through giving. I thought I was going to be speaking more on love. How the love of God, experiencing the love of God will help us in trusting God. That's, that's what I focused on. But as I began to put this together, this is what came out. Very different from what I intended. Amen. So let's trust God with our life. Let's trust God with our life. Hallelujah. You know, if you will get to talk with someone who has been working with God for some time, you will hear from, from such a person how the Lord has led him or her through life. Amen. If you will sit with King David when he was already on the throne, he will have stories to tell you. If you will sit with Abraham, he will have stories to tell you. Amen. And I have stories to tell you if we can only get to talk. Amen. Some of these you will never know from just not my preaching to you. But if I will get to know you and you will get to know me, you will hear some of these things. Amen. And so that you will also learn to trust God. So that you will also learn to trust God. So another way we can express our trust in the Lord and learn to trust him is through giving. Being faithful in tithes and offerings. Giving to God and to people, especially to those in need. Let me say that again. Another way we can express our trust in the Lord and learn to trust him is through giving. Being faithful in tithes and offerings. Giving to God and to people, especially those in need. When we do these, when you do these, you are saying to God, I trust you with my finances. I trust you with my finances. I trust you with my life. In Genesis 15, and we're going to go through these, we're going to go through some scriptures just to expand on these. Genesis 15 from verse 13 to 14. This was when Abraham was asking for a confirmation that he will inherit the land that he was standing on. And it was kind of difficult for him to comprehend that. Difficult for him to, to see that. Previously, just before then, he was able to believe God for a son. God took him out, showed him the stars, and said, just as you see this, does, your children, your posterity will be as many as these. And the scripture says that he believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. And now God proceeded to say, even this land you are standing on, I will give it to you. And he said, how is, how is that going to happen? So God was talking to him about this. So this is the context we are looking at. In Genesis 15, 13 to 14, God said to Abraham, Know certainly that your descendants 
will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years and also the nation whom they serve I will judge afterward they shall come out with great possessions 400 years before God spoke to Abraham and said your descendants will be in bondage and in the land that they are in they will be oppressed and afterward I will bring them out but I'm not going to bring them out empty handed I'm going to bring them out with great possessions now in Exodus chapter 3 when God spoke to Moses to go back to Egypt to deliver his people God said to him in Exodus 3 19 to 22 400 years later Exodus 3 19 to 22 speaking to Moses about going to Egypt so he says but I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go no not even by mighty hand so I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders which I will do in its midst and afterward it will let you go verse 21 and I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall be when you go that you shall not go empty-handed. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. And you shall put them on your sons and on your daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. Amen. So, 400 years before, the Lord alluded to this. Now, 400 years later, the Lord is speaking to Moses and saying, this is what I'm going to do, even before he did it. Before it was accomplished. Just as Moses was about going back to Egypt, the Lord is telling him this, even before he started the mission. Now, in Exodus 12, we see how the word of the Lord was fulfilled exactly as the law promised. So we're talking about trusting God with our life. Trusting God with our finances. Giving to God. Because when we give to God, we're actually trusting God with our finances, with our life. So in Exodus 12 from 35. Exodus 12 from verse 35. Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of God. And they had asked from the Egyptians articles of silver articles of gold and clothing and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. Amen. The Lord gave them favor. The Lord gave them favor before the sight of the Egyptians before the eyes of the Egyptians and whatever they asked them, they gave them. So it is said they plundered Egypt. Now, in Psalm 105, verse 37, we see a fuller description of what happened in Exodus 12. In Psalm 105, verse 37, it says, He also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among his tribes. There was no weak person. There was no sick person when they came out. Amen. So, we can trust God with our wealth, with our health. God brought them out with silver and gold and he also brought them out with strength. They were not feeble. They were not sick. They were healthy when he brought them out. This is divine power. This is God's power. This is God doing it. No, this is not technology. 
this is not their own you know their own thing this is this is not their own intelligence it's not their own power it's not by power nor by mind this is god doing it god gave them favor god prospered them and god gave them good health as they were coming out but he already said this some hundred years before now the lord did not just bless them so that their own needs through the wilderness or in the wilderness may be satisfied he also blessed them so that they will subscribe to his own purposes the lord did not bless them or did not just bless them so that their own needs in the wilderness may be satisfied but he also blessed them so that they will subscribe to god's purposes and learn to trust him for their own needs when the lord allowed them to hunger when the lord allowed them to thirst when there was no food when there was no water it was for them to call upon god it was for them to draw near to god so that when god will do it they will learn to trust god but they did not learn that so when you are going through something whatever it is god is drawing you closer to himself god wants you to come closer to him god wants you to come close to him god wants you to call upon him so that you will express your trust in him and learn to trust him more amen trust god with your life all of your life trust god with your life all of your life we hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857 266 Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.